Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Triforce podcast, coming to you from uh, a late fall oh. uh, in, in Bristol here. This weather, um, eh? Hi everybody, this it's weather. The kind of the kind of time when you don't know whether you've stepped upon a leaf or a dog poo, a slippery yes. brown thing. Could oh. be either. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a wonderful time of the year. Uh, welcome, P-Flax. How are you? I am doing. I'm doing uh, much better now. I'm home. Much better now. I'm home. Yeah. So I just wanted to to clarify something, just in case anybody had heard that I I left TI early. I did leave early. Um, and I left because a couple of my good mates there, uh, Cap and JJ, got COVID. And they are stuck there now for 10 days or two weeks or whatever. Oh, no. If I had stayed for the final couple of late game shows, I felt if there was a chance that I was going to get it. And the moment that we had to isolate, like we were told, you know, Cap and JJ have got it. Everybody that's been with them the last few days needs to isolate. We had to take a PCR test and all that. Uh, the, the fear of being stuck there for two days. I was waiting for 12 hours for the results for, in my hotel room. two weeks, room. you mean? Yeah. Sorry, two weeks. So... When, they, when it came out, we took a PCR test straight away and we isolated until the result came back like 12 hours later. We weren't allowed to leave our hotel room, we had, you know, room service, and we were just stuck in there and all the rest of it. So because of that, we missed one episode. And then I said to Valve, I'm not being funny, but I <laughs> didn't think that this was going to happen. Like I, I kind of, when we agreed to do TI and everything, Romania wasn't in the situation that it is now. Sure. Um, yeah. Which is that it's kind of infested with COVID. There's a lot of resistance to getting the vaccine. And there also seemed to be a lot of carelessness from the locals. If you got on a, a car for, you know, a driver of any kind or the security guards at the arena and stuff didn't have their masks on as much as I would have liked. Right. Um, so there was, and also the cleaners in the hotel would walk around without their mask on. And then when they saw you, they'd put it over their chin. And, you know, that was pretty much it. It was like, they, they didn't seem to be taking it as seriously. Uh, it's just a culture thing or whatever, but they weren't as interested in um, in masking up as we were in, in the UK and, and I assume other places. So I guess Cap and JJ caught it that way uh, because all of us coming in were double vaxxed. All of us were tested every day. I'm very confident that it, someone from outside didn't bring it to TI. I think someone in Romania probably um, gave it to someone. So I was very nervous. Uh, I mean, it, you know, I should have figured that these things could happen. And if I was that worried, I guess I should have said I should have passed on TI, but I honestly thought it was going to be OK. Um, I think a lot of people I, I did, got, right? Yeah. I mean, especially judging by how normal it is here, right? We Exactly. Are, I went to see the James Bond, you know, in the cinema, yeah. which oh, feels nice. mental. Um, yeah. It was full of people. Uh, yeah, you know, if there wasn't even spare seats, we weren't even like there's no buffering. It was packed full of people. Yeah, yeah, you know, no one wearing masks anywhere. Uh, we had an office outbreak of COVID this week, however, so you know that's caused a bunch of trouble. But yeah, I guess it did feel like, <laughs> to some extent, the event would be normal. But that wasn't the only thing that was a problem. I mean, I think people gradually got more and more frustrated at least from my view of what the talent were experiencing you know with the they started wearing their jackets on stage and stuff well, it like was this. very cold so the arena <laughs> yeah, itself yeah. the the arena itself it's a football stadium it's a national stadium in bucharest it's it's a beautiful stadium it really is the stage was amazing the the seats were all these beautiful vibrant colors so when we got there it would have been amazing as a live venue but it is a covered stadium as in they just put the roof on which is a bit like putting a plastic bag over the top of your house and thinking that that'll keep the heat in. It was freezing. It was so cold. Oh, and no. the, yeah. casting, the casting stuff was out in the arena because that's where it would have been if the crowd had been there. That's what you do. You have the casters in the arena so that you get that raw crowd noise 
on the cast. And they would have warmed really up cool. with all that breath as well. Well, they might have done. Yeah. But uh, instead, it was just so cold. I mean, when we did a late game, which was outside, in what was essentially a box. Uh, if, you, if you took a box and cut two sides off it, that was our set. It was like a sort of, I don't know what, what shape that is, but if, it was like a cube with two sides removed. Someone will know. So it's like open at the back and the front, and the wind just whipped through this thing. And <laughs> when it rained, the rain would be hitting the back of your neck while we're doing the show. So oh, they, had these, they had these heat lamps there to keep us warm. And it, I don't know if you know, if you look at the show, I was wearing a short sleeved fucking like, know, summer yeah, shirt. I know. Because I was like, oh, it's uh, it's only early October. I'm sure Romania is lovely and warm this time of year for some stupid reason. And because I'm going on holiday uh, next week, so when this goes out, I'm current, I will be on holiday when you're listening to this. I, w I was packing as if I was going on holiday like a fucking idiot. Well, we so thought you were going straight there, actually, because you mentioned this last week. We right. thought you'd be on holiday this week. but No. So uh, there, there was a little a week time. gap. Yeah, there was a week well, gap. Well, that's, nice. that's the other reason you didn't want to get COVID, because you didn't want to miss your holiday. That you was know? the like, main reason, yeah. People are people are, are very uh, uh, you know, anxious. I had a similar thing where, you know, I had to go to a funeral. I didn't want to I didn't want to get I didn't want to, you know, it's when I was coming to visit you, yeah. um, Sips. Yeah. Oh, to, yeah. I, to, I didn't want to get stuck in Jersey. No, of course. Well, you don't want to get I stuck to anywhere. To it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, I mean, it'd be different if you were like going to visit Cindy Crawford and you got stuck at her house for like <laughs> another a classic up-to-date reference from the Fuck, man. Oh, Cindy, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I, I didn't know this was going to happen. I, I guess we're just going to have to get married. Sorry. I mean, that's that's the only way. Like, I'll be stuck here forever. Like the tests and like they're all back. That's what up. the COVID rules say. We're we're yeah. married now. Yeah. yeah, if we live together, if I have to isolate with you for two weeks, oh. you know what that, that means. And what? Uh, it's just unfortunate that Liz Hurley was decided to visit at the same time. She's gonna be stuck here too for a couple of months. <laughs> Cindy it's only Crawford me, and Liz me, Hurley. You and Liz Hurley together How for a I couple of keep months. How am I gonna you entertained? Gosh, don't worry. I mean, I'll rub your feet and, and feed you every day and um, make a hot water bottle for you and stuff. Don't worry about any of yeah, that. Okay, of course, rub, I'll rub, do that. Rub, stuff. rub your back. I've got some oils and stuff. So, Cindy know. Crawford. Is 55 and Liz Hurley is 56. <laughs> yeah, just, well, that's how hey. out of date our references well, are. Well, listen, I mean, when I was. <laughs> they'd be grateful for it. They'd be grateful for a week of pampering. When, when I was 15 years old, they were like in their prime, right? So yeah. now that I'm 40 and they're, you know, maybe a little they're bit attainable. past their, their, their prime or whatever. <laughs> I still have fond memories of being a 15-year-old right. and just whacking off all the time, you know? <laughs> I just, I loved it. I mean, I'm not blind or anything. I just, I fucking love jerking off. My palms <laughs> aren't that hairy. Like they were lying to us all the time. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So, so that was, that was, uh, oh, that was why I left early was I, I didn't want to be stuck in a... A Romanian hotel with the Romanian equivalent of Cindy Crawford and uh not wearing her mask properly. <laughs> not wearing yeah. her mask. Cindy Crawfordski. Yeah. Well, that's not Romanian, I guess. That'd be more like I don't know. Do you guys want to hear something absolutely nuts? Do you want to hear something nuts? Sure. Is this I mean, you've obviously when we when we meet up and we go to the pub, you're gonna tell us all of the juicy stuff that you can't tell on the podcast, you know, all of the right. All the wonderful, the really stuff, but, juicy. But give stuff, us yeah. a little nugget that we can hear. All right, here is something. Um, I, I I used to do a drama club where in the nineties, early, very early nineties, right? Uh, and it was like it was in Bournemouth, and me and a couple of my mates, because you know it was just a fun thing to do. We'd go along to drama club, and it was like the guy that did it, the guy that ran it, was like an actor, but he'd been in Casualty a bunch of times, right? And, and a couple mm -hmm. of other things as an extra. So he'd been an extra in Casualty. That was like his big thing. <laughs> well, you're, so you lowered the bar when you said he was in Casualty, and then you lowered the bar even more when you said he was an extra. He was a wounded patient. He was a wounded patient multiple times. Oh, like, fuck. So does he, he came look, in and... Does he it, look like... Sick. <laughs> no, he's just kind of a kind he of an every really man sorry looking for himself. You just oh, you're know. perfect. You're perfect, <laughs> perfect for wounded perfect. patient number yeah. six. And, um, but he was also like a nurse. He was like an orderly. Like just the people that are in the frame when the actors enter, scuttling about in the background or, or groaning like on oh, a hospital bed, and the nurse is like doing something. Then they turn away to have a, a very important conversation about I don't know who's fucking who in the hospital with the, one of the main characters. You know, do you, you have to be quite like forgettable or to have to do that? Uh, no, you exactly. Can't, you can't be someone with a really recognizable I don't know, or maybe the, maybe in fact it's like the other way around. Maybe if you are really recognizable and like bald and weird looking, you know, maybe you don't stick. <laughs> yeah, out bald in the is weird looking, isn't it? Fucking bald. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bastards. Oh, weird weird. So, carry on. That's no, right. no. Um, it's, I think it's been made popular by like Bruce Willis and stuff now. You're fine. It's fine. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're maybe. Fine. Um, yeah. So he was he was in that. And occasionally, young filmmakers like from university or stuff like that would be making a short film and they needed kids as extras. Right. Now, they would go to schools or they would go to drama clubs. And one time, they, they this this filmmaker came to our drama club and needed some some extras for a film called Dog Day Morning, which is a right. play on Dog Day Afternoon, which is an Al Pacino film. This was called Dog Day Morning. And it's basically about a goalkeeper uh, who doesn't want to have to save shots to his right because there's a dog poo in the goal. Um, okay. So we made this film. I, I remember going along. It was like on a school field. I think it was one of the schools in Bournemouth. And um, I just, for some reason, I was Dog Day Afternoon popped up on Google for me somewhere. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen that movie in a while. And I watched a couple of clips from it. And then the name Dog Day Morning popped into my head. I was like, oh, yeah, wasn't I in like a short film way back in the 90s? So it was 1990. I found it on YouTube. You can Google it. If you Google Dog Day Morning, it's got 595 views. Right. Dog Day Morning, 10 minute short, made at BP's CAD in 1990 with a 13 year old Stephen Graham, the actor Stephen Graham. If you don't know the name, go ahead and Google it right now. You will know exactly who he is. Right. He's been in a billion things. He was in that film. And I'm looking Stephen at him now, Graham. and there he is, oh, a yeah. very young Stephen Graham. He would have been about, let me think, it was 1990, so I think he would have been 15. And there he is, and this is like one of his first films. It is very he's clearly kind of like, him. He's kind of like an English well, he's, he's a scouser. slash detective. Yeah, but he plays oh, Americans. Yeah. Like, like Vinnie Jones. No, 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 yeah, he's, he, he, he's, he, was, he just does everything. He plays all kinds of different Like roles. Phil Mitchell. I guess, but he's a scouser. <laughs> oh, okay. But he, he, he was in Band of Brothers, he was in... Um, uh, that this film about, about John Dillinger, what was it called? Uh, the one with Christian Bale is in it and Johnny Depp is in it, Most uh, Wanted yeah. or something like that. He was he, Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, oh shit, that guy, man, he's yeah. such a good actor. Holy right, crap. So he was in that. And I've, I've taken a screen cap and posted it on Facebook for, for my, basically for my mum. Uh, <laughs> it's like, there's me, very, very young me. If, if you find the video and watch it, I can't remember what exact timestamp I'm in there, but you can see a very young Berrien Flags. I'm like 14, very sunken cheeks, very floppy 1990 hair. And there's Stephen Graham in Holy it. crap. I couldn't believe it. That's I, was, I remember making it, but I didn't realize it had an actual actor in it. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Man. Yeah. Well, there you go. Holy shit. Indeed. Indeed. How does that make you feel? I just thought it was a weird flashback, like one of those weird things. Yeah, that's I hadn't pretty, thought about it in a long time. That's pretty weird, actually. Where are you? Where are you? It's hard to find me, but I'll try and find the timestamp. I did spot. I'm looking for I did a bald. I'm looking for a bald head. <laughs> but I'm realizing this is not helping. No, if he's still in the '90s, probably still have has a full head of hair. Did you have like a big afro? No, I didn't. I'll, I will find a timestamp for That's you. Not, and I'll we've tell gone it. through this. That's not how it works. No, he didn't wait, have wait, wait. more hair when he was a kid right. to make up for the lack of hair when no, he was No, I just adult. thought it would be funny if he had a huge afro. He did get know? all of his hair at once. Go to the time code 329 and okay. then press play and then press pause as soon as the lad kicks the ball. So at 331, you'll see there's a shot of a bunch of young lads, most of them wearing red. Yeah. And on the right hand side, yep. there's me. At the at the back, you can see. So, or is it half of your face? No, you can no, just no. see like his eyes. I am eyes the guy to the left of him. That is oh, me. He, he looks nothing like you. He's that, like a child is, model. I know yeah. that is that is. He's me. like he's about to advertise cereal and like give a thumbs up to the camera. <laughs> oh my well, god! There, there I am. Very young, fourteen-year-old. Uh, fourteen Ted. years old, man. Look how much hair I've got? Do you remember oh. when you were fourteen? If you um. If you had any like uh, posters or like um, magazine clippings of um, Cindy Crawford and <laughs> I didn't have Cindy Crawford. I'll tell you, I did have Erica Eleniak from Baywatch. Go oh. ahead and look up Erica Eleniak. Okay, hang on a second. Erica... Now you can find the poster. I, Erica... I found the poster. Erica M. No, no, that's uh, there. You can find the poster. It's her leaning on a car. Uh, wearing her Baywatch uniform and looking at the cam, looking directly at the camera. Um, that was the poster I had on my wall. Quite a large poster Erica, of uh, Erica Eleniak. Erica I think she Eleniak. was also in Under Siege. Oh, oh yeah, I recognize Erica Eleniak. You had a poster of Erica Eleniak. I did. Look at. I mean, she she had big old titties, and I was a big fan of Baywatch back in the day. Let me okay. tell you something. Okay. I had uh, I had I had a poster of Alicia Silverstone, who was more of a North American. Heartthrob in the I am 90s. a big fan. I was a big early fan of Richard back then. I, I am a big <laughs> fan of uh, of her early work. What is that film called? Clueless? 
Clueless. That's a, yeah, that's that a really was the, good that was the big one, right? And then yeah. I think she was also in the in in a bunch of Aerosmith videos. Remember, yeah. like early early nineties. But so was uh, Liv Tyler was in yes, some, uh, okay. because that was obviously his daughter. But yeah. and the Crush as well. I don't know if you remember the movie The Crush, but I mean, yeah. More more recently, somewhat recently, and I had to do a double take because my son was watching. Uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the right. the, the live action movie, oh. and uh, she plays the mum in that. Ah, oh, how and about that? Man, she looks like such a Karen now. It's crazy. Like just the, <laughs> she just looks like a, like a, a mum. But I, I was like, man, she looks so familiar. Like who is that? And then um, and then I was like, oh my god, it's Alicia Silverstone. And then that made me feel really bad about myself as well because like you know she was like super hot in the nineties. I was super right. hot in the nineties. In 2021, maybe not so much. You know, I actually had that realization about myself and also Alicia Silverstone. So there you go. Not not so nice, but there you go. Alicia Silverstone was 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 she was good, but I think I was a little maybe a little older because I'm a few years older than you. For me, Jennifer Connelly in Labyrinth was my first genuine screen love. Like I fell <laughs> oh in love oh, with Jennifer been Connelly this so many times. But I just I can't stop talking about it. Okay. Look at pictures of that. She was so beautiful, and I was absolutely besotted with her. I loved Labyrinth, and she was just she was oh I absolutely loved her. My still, my I first crush did. like that was uh, Cameron Diaz in The Mask. I was like oh, yeah. thirteen <laughs> yeah. or fourteen years old. Right. Oh my god! I just thought, holy crap. This is just like the this is the best. I think I got yeah, I would looking have been, back, it's like I would have been like eleven or twelve. So she was my first like absolute yeah. head over heels. It's a funny age, isn't Conley. it? Like you're sort of early early to mid teens. You just yeah. like you, you literally don't know fall in love with on. someone yeah. on TV. Like I know. It's completely yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's really weird. But um, yeah. What about you, Lewis? Probably like that. What's the old lady? The old lady that does the Alison Hannigan from Buffy. Probably. I never liked Willow. Why didn't pe- Buffy was the hot one on that show? Well, there are other lasts, right. but Alison Hannigan. I never Mary, got it. She oh, was an FHM. <laughs> I was thinking of Mary Berry. This is heartthrobbing. She's a different kind of pie. She's a she's a sort of lemon meringue. Pie, I think, is uh, Mary Berry. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Connelly became very kind of head teachery severe, though, right, in her film roles. She sort of became this, she'd always have like a tightly tight bun and she'd stand up very straight and be very tall and be very well dressed. I always Jennifer imagine her Connelly? as like telling someone off or being an evil lab kind of. What the hell else? Um, is she? Oh, she was in a beautiful mind. I think that's where I remember her more from. More she so was than tons, she's been in tons of stuff, but she definitely has that like high cheekbones kind of slightly scary looking woman, like very very posh, rich, yeah, like businesswoman, badass, yes. badass, no nonsense, well fashionable businesswoman. I don't know. Yeah, she definitely seemed to like fit that stereotype in my mind. I agree with that. That's, I agree. Yeah, with that. and and that's that's it's, you know she hardened, and that's not what I want. With uh, with me and my women, I want soft, pillowy uh, <laughs> breasts. <laughs> nice, nice. Good to know. Yeah. good to know. I'm yeah. thinking of Christmas presents, this. and um, we've been through this so <laughs> I'm many times. Get you some. Just gonna get you some big, big pillowy uh, breasts. I mean, that's why I love Baywatch so much. That that felt like the greatest TV show I've ever made. Pamela, yeah. I loved it. Pamela, I loved it. Pamela Anderson, Baywatch. Oh, yeah, it was just it was right. just endless jiggling boobs. I mean. It was incredible because you got to remember when this was out, late 80s, early 90s, there was no internet, there was no pornography, there was nothing for a young teenage boy to, to get his, his hands on. But it you had really to find wasn't. a stash in the woods, which was Yeah, like... you had to get the wood stash, but I'm not going to go in and buy a porno, and I'm no. definitely not going to ask my mates when I go into the house, can I you know, borrow your older can brother's porno? Can we snoop porno? through your dad's stuff and find yeah, his pornos? No way. Yeah, like it was, it was on TV. They just yeah. broadcast boobs right there on well, television. Well, I think it was it was cleverly done because you know how in winter everyone is like wearing fifty layers of stuff, right? And then in summer there's just naked people walking around the high street, right? Oh my pe- God, everyone's yeah. got their top off, and like, pe- there's girls wearing basically next to nothing for like two months. It's and amazing. Then every- and then you don't see a, an outdoor boob again for eight <laughs> months, right? It's, Not a, it's a wild this- breast is hard to come by, is what they, we're saying. Really. But they in Baywatch, it's always hot. It's just normal, and I'm in, I, and the normal clothes are that summer nothing, right? And yeah. I can get away with it uh, because it's oh, this is the setting, you know, it's LA. Where, where it's summer, it's on the beach, and so as a result, 
yeah, everyone would be wearing what I guess for the rest of the year is not cool. But for a couple, of, you sort of forget though by the time winter comes around just how 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 how, how what kind of a drought there is of of natural boob uh, out there on the street yeah you know? we just need more like, it was just magic i think what lewis is trying to say is we just need more yeah. bo- boobage i think that's the, how they <laughs> can say we get it. some boobs up in here please is there a, can we hello we need titties right now yeah i saw it was i saw this thing actually i'm gonna mention it but i don't know anything about it and i haven't looked into it but apparently there was some issue with uh you know the chain hooters in north america yes there was a, an issue with their new uniform and um, that there was something wrong with the shorts or something and no. people didn't want to wear the shorts. What, and now the they can pants? just They can now just wear their own shorts if they want. Apparently, this is the outcome of the whole thing. But like, man, I thought Hooters had to have died in the in the 90s, like even in the 90s. I went to like, one a few years ago. There's I went, one in Nottingham. I, I went to one with my dad in the 90s and it was... Oh my God. It was one of those things that was like... Man, I've always wanted to go to Hooters, but I was like <laughs> 17 years old. My right. dad's like, okay, I guess I'll take you to Hooters. So we went to Hooters and I got back. Like, we didn't say a word to each other the entire time. The whole drive back, nothing. And we've never talked about it since. It's just like, <laughs> it just, it's like it never happened. It was so such a weird experience. But I just figured. So tell me what happened. Because it was in. so weird. And and out of date. I mean, it was even like when I went, it was what's been 90, 97. It was fucking so out of date, like in, in every aspect. Right. And uh, I'm surprised it's still going, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that I, I, I went know, to one I a few don't know years of ago. a single person that I've ever encountered that would actively go to Hooters, for example. <laughs> I went to one a few years ago, like three, four years ago. Yeah. But like as a joke, like, did you go? No, it was just we were standing. I was, I was out. No, I didn't go. go like, let's go to Hooters. It was like the hotel we were staying in, there was like two choices of restaurant near near to it. One was a Chili's. We went there the first night. Right. So we went to Hooters. It was decent. They were showing the football. So it was like, oh, okay. Well, fair enough. But I just like, yeah, it's just a, just such a weird. It is a weird vibe. It is a weird vibe. Yeah. And what did you have? I don't recommend like going there with your dad. Chicken wings. Hand job. <laughs> That's it. No, I can't remember what I fucking had. I'm so, sure there were curly fries involved. What opened By the way, in can, I, can I, I just have two words for you before we move on, on. from Baywatch? Yasmin Bleeth. Oh, oh, do you know what? Sure. I just, uh, I was just, thank you. Because I looked up Pamela Anderson and mm. uh, it was like, uh, you may also be interested in, and Yasmin Bleeth is at the bottom. Well, of, uh, you got well, Carmen t- Electra two down here. Yes, Carmen Electra. Yasmin Bleeth, Alexandra Paul. Uh, Nicole Eggert, Brooke Burns, mm-hmm. and Erica Eleniak. So Do- Donna uh, De Erica. Brooke Burns right. looks a lot like Sandra Bullock, but like more exaggerated facial expressions. Donna De Erica. I don't even know. So who apparently, she is. there's only one Hooters now in Britain. Is it in Nottingham? I'm surprised there are any. Actually, I didn't realize that this was a that they made it across the pond like i know yes. it's uh it you know it's a very american thing but so we went to yeah we went to, we i've been to that one because we went to football we went to see bournemouth against oh. i think it was either forest or nuts county right, how many right. hooters have you been to Three. just the one. Oh, you oh my god <laughs> you you have <laughs> out hooted me on this it's day it's all coming out now <laughs> I, i'm it's not so, ashamed it's just a <laughs> no, listen, I mean, it's, it's a fine restaurant i go there fine, for the yeah. food. this was it's one fine. of those moments right this is one of those moments when, like, you you don't volunteer the information, but when someone asks you, you have the answer, right? I have the it's answer. It's like I like that. So, like, it's, it reminds me of that time when I sort of accidentally asked my mum. I was like, "Oh, have you ever been married before?" Kind of like casually, and she was saying, "She's to be." Oh, actually, I I was. And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh my god! It was like earth shaking. That was how I felt when you said you'd been to three hooters, separate branches, <laughs> three separate branches of hooters. I went I went to the one in Nottingham. We were up there for football right this is with, with all the lads you know we drove up and of course you know there's like 15 blokes in a van we're going to hooters and then right. i went to the one in it was it over in la when i was over for a, a dota event with beyond the summit right and the hotel we were staying in was pretty basic um it was, was it called the hooters hotel no the hotel was not attached to hooters unfortunately i'd love it, it if flax just hotel. turns out to like be this guy who just <laughs> seeks out hooters everywhere he goes he wants i to go stay. to hootcon i go to hootcon <laughs> every year Hoot <laughs> there are definitely that kind of people right there are definitely that kind of people <laughs> Hoot Con. Hoot Con, man. <laughs> 
Oh, Unfortunately, it's all outside, shit. so it's <laughs> fucking freezing. Oh, well, that's, you know, that, you know that what, works, yeah. what women's breasts do when it's cold, Lewis. That's why HoopCon is always held at freezing temperatures. It's HoopCon thing. Anyway, <laughs> the third God, one panting. was in Florida. The third one was in Florida. I think oh, I went Florida. with my dad. Florida seems like the, the, the perfect state to have so many Hooters, right? Like, Oh, uh, it's like ground zero for Hooters, I'm sure. Yeah, it's got to be. I, actually, interestingly, let's see. Hooters... Uh, not UK Hooters. I just want to find out like where it originated because I'd be surprised if it wasn't Florida. <laughs> yeah, it would be a miracle it. You know if it I mean? wasn't Florida. Hooters actually. is a registered trademark in is based in Clearwater, Florida, Boom. and Hooters of America Incorporated is based in Atlanta, Georgia, and is owned by the private investment <laughs> yeah, firm Nord Bay Capital. Wow, there you go. Nord Bay Capital, surely. No, is it? Um, I mean, is is that the datedness of it nostalgic? Do you know what I mean is it is it a joke? I mean, it's not. It's not obviously openly sleazy, or do you know what I mean? Like, like too gross. Well, maybe it is in some places still. But do you know what I mean? Like, does it? Is it one of those things that sort of actually accidentally legitimizes that kind of thing? So, hey, is, Jeremy, is he, listen is, to this. Is listen it like self-aware but secretly a, a perverted thing? The Hooters, the Hooters name is a double entendre, referring to both a North American <laughs> slang term for women's breasts and the logo, a bird known for its hooting calls, the owl. So the Thank owl's, right. the owl's owl. eyes are big titties. Uh, but there's like a full owl picture <laughs> yeah, in the Hooters logo. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sorry, but like I forgot who I was talking to. That was course, their old know, logo. But... I think their new logo is is slightly different. It's Hooters. a slightly more. I don't know. I'm on owl. Wikipedia right now, and it looks right, like so a, an up to date uh, logo. Scroll down. Look at 1983 to 2013. The Hooters logo looks a lot more like an actual owl. It looks like the, now, owl, the owl is melting, or it has been like it looks like roadkill owl. It doesn't look great. No. And then you scroll up, and it's like a nice, sort of friendly-looking owl. Yeah. Oh my god, um, the Hooters logo font is almost exactly the same as the font we use for the Yogs cast. The, <laughs> the Hooters logo 1983 to 2013 <laughs> logo looks awful, but then offset against Hooters calendar girl Melissa Poe in 2004. You just think, well, you know what's probably not too bad. <laughs> like... So we, when I when I went to Hooters um, the first time, obviously I, I'm a big fan of of uh, you know Hooters. hot pants. Let's be honest, hot, hot pants, pants, right? Okay. They're hot very, pants, right. they're very. Hot. I didn't know what you were going to say. I thought it might be chicken wings, it might be football. <laughs> it was hot pants. That was unexpected. I mean, all of those things on. I'm a big fan of. But if you want me to just start listing things, I could do that. But on topic, hot pants. Good luck. Um, and. I, if you read on the Wikipedia, it lists the, the things that the women uh, have the work there have to abide by, which is the, the handbook, the, the code, if you will. These are the female employees are required. There's the fucking door again. Christ! Oh! Hey, he's gone. He's gone. He's, he's got to go answer the door for a parcel. Halloween is here. And do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat? It's trying to shave your balls with anything other than Manscaped. So when it comes to below the waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Don't make your balls turn into a Freddy Krueger film. Manscaped can save the day and leave you smelling fresh with their new refined body wash. The grooming game is great with the Performance Package 4.0, the holy grail of men's grooming items. I'm actually going away today and I am packing my Performance Package 4.0 because it's got the free shared travel bag. Very cool. Got all of my stuff in there. I've got the weed whacker to trim my nose and ear hairs in case they get annoying when I'm away and keep me looking awesome. So yes, uh, keep your balls safe. Tame your pants werewolf with Manscaped. You can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash Triforce. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash Triforce. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. <laughs> Fucking these jokes, dude. <laughs> Listen, there, there's been a lot of legal issues at Hooters. I don't know if you, if you care to find out about some of these. But... Why are you telling me? <laughs> well, I... save it. Save this for flags. I'm not an expert. I'm not gonna help. I'm, well, look, I'm not if, gonna okay, listen, if I if I give you the lowdown now before he gets back, you'll know all these facts, and you could say I'm not even looking at the Wikipedia. I just have done a lot of research on Hooters for research purposes, right? And then 
you know, he'll think that you're really smart and stuff. You want to do it? Sure. Okay. In 2009, Nikolai Grushevsky, a man from Corpus Christi, Texas, filed a lawsuit because Hooters would not hire him as a waiter. Grushevsky and Hooters reached a confidential settlement on April 13th. I think a lot of the legal issues are basically guys saying like, why can't I work at Hooters? And then them saying, oh, they're just being dickheads. We just no want one wants girls to working at Hooters. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, think, you can say that's not fair, but it is what it is. I think most of the legal stuff is, is, uh, is, is, about chances. that kind of stuff yeah. yeah yeah i think it's probably fairly equal opportunity oh, listen to know, this one though you'll, you'll like days. this in 2011 a number of former hooters executives left to start a twin peaks Boom. franchise group bam hooters what? filed suit and alleged that former hooters executives stole trade secrets and management documents as part of their move to the new restaurant chain in 2012, former employee Jerry Straton filed suit after <laughs> catching the airborne disease tuberculosis from one of her managers. Wow. That's pretty nuts. So what I'm, I'm intrigued. The former Hooters executive stole trade secrets. Would that be the trade secret of having girls wear hot pants and tight tops? Yeah. I mean, I guess- They're onto us. They stole our secret. <laughs> They they know they know how to make money now. They know that straight men like looking at attractive young women. <laughs> God oh, damn it, man. file suit. God, what Hooters. a turbulent history for Hooters. I mean, that's a double that's a double problem though, because the the Twin Peaks people will probably sue him as well. Well, I yeah, mean, I was... mean Twin Peaks is a is a is a still ongoing David Lynch television series, yeah. Well twi okay, Twin Peaks restaurant have eighty three locations. Their slogan is Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> it's so creepy, man. It's it is so super creepy. creepy. It's yeah. like Benny Hill the restaurant, really, isn't it? I mean but... also it's called a breastaurant. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I all this beating That's around genius. the bush. Like just call a restaurant like pussy or like or something like that, and they get them in and you know what you're getting, right? You're you're just like okay yeah i'm not here to eat uh or maybe like i am i guess in another creepy kind of way but you know what i mean like <laughs> it just God. come on like uh, save us all this like just you know if you if you want to just get people to to take their kid off in front of other people just call it that the people take their kid off in front of you please like be more specific <laughs> yeah. Stop, yeah stop bamboozling well, I, us i guess everything that is on it's always stuff that's right on the edge works well right like stuff Obviously, like the controversy helps fuel it. There's always going to be a market for it. I'm sure we, when we had some some friends down to Bristol that we met who we thought were perfectly normal guys, they were like, "Oh yeah, we've been checking out all the gentlemen's clubs in, oh, the, in the place. What do you man. think of Urban Tiger?" Oh. And I was like, "I've never been to any of those. I have no idea where they are. Like, I can't I've been help to, you. I, I've been uh, to. But one. I didn't say that, did I? I was like. I was like, oh yeah, um, yeah. I just tried to fit in. Like, oh yeah, I, I love those uh, those. I'm a gen gentleman myself. I've uh, partaked of many a fine establishment locally. Urban Tiger. Sorry, I've been to two I've actually. How, how have I never been here? I've been down to Bristol a bunch of times. Yeah, there's one like it's right um, near where I stay. Yeah, oh. yeah. There's one right by the Radisson Blue. I'm gonna have a yeah. look. It's right by Pieminster. Yeah. You go in, have a nice pie, and then boom, gentlemen's club, and baby. Boom, titties. So there are male. Um, versions. There is a place called Tallywhackers, right. uh, featuring scanty clad <laughs> men in Dallas, Texas. Uh, oh, but it was dear. closed in August 2016. Uh, but of course, there are a lot of places like this in Japan. Tallywhackers. Specifically, there's like there's a place called Macho Cafe where brawny, muscly men serve food and drinks. Uh, Macho Meat Shop is another one. I mean, but also, um, I mean, this this is the whole host desk club made cafes type thing do you know what i mean this yeah. is another the, the whole, the on whole, the borderline thing the whole sort of like themed uh restaurant thing uh, especially in north america like maybe more in the 80s uh, but possibly now i'm not sure but i know for sure in the 80s there were a couple of chains uh one specifically that i remember from being a kid was a place called ip loonies and all the waiters were dressed up as like dracula or like a mummy or whatever like it was like all this like like themed thing right and they just had all these little things that they did like if you if you wore a tie they would cut it off like that was just the the thing that they did so like right i, I don't know why i guess it was just like to make the experience more memorable or wacky or something like that i always thought it was stupid as hell but like when i was a kid it was kind of kind of funny i guess you know but i feel like in north america they go for that kind of stuff you know like it's you, they they love going out to eat. You know they like getting good value for their meals and stuff. But they also like the experience too, right? And like sometimes the experience is a bit different. I feel less so in Britain. 
you go to Britain, people grunt at you um, and they give you your, your, your food and then you eat it all and then you leave. Right, like you, like right. nobody's like overly yeah, interested in the Yeah, we don't, we don't whole... really go in for the interaction. Nah, we want to be served, left alone, and then take everything away, and we'll pay and we'll leave. Yeah, you go to the states, and I mean, I've been out to eat in in a whole bunch of places across America. Obviously, there are differences in culture where because tips are involved, you're and they're always called servers, aren't they? Yeah, um, will sort of like will be extra nice to you because. They want to um, get a, a tip. That's the idea. Yeah. I think some of them are just very nice and, and sort of pleasant For people. sure. But they, you get and way more upselling as a result of that you do. culture. Yeah. You know, like I, I know like a couple of times that we've been to the States for different conventions or whatever. And we, you know, go out for a meal the first night we're there. And it's just, it's constant. It's like... Um, you know, you know, like they're, it's like they're trying to sell you a car, but it's just, yeah. it's just a meal. And, and, and <laughs> it's very American. You're though. like, oh, can I just get some? Selling. I'll just get some macaroni and cheese. And they're like, oh, would you like a chef to sprinkle on uh, some delicate dingleberries and maybe some bacon? <laughs> and would you like some asparagus on the side that's just uh, slowly pan roasted in butter? And you're like. Get me some fucking macaroni, buddy. Jeez, like I, you know, I don't want any of this shit you're talking about. Like, and I also don't want to pay like a million dollars to eat. Like, just get me the macaroni and fuck off. Like, I'm just used to being well, in the UK. You now. come to the UK, that's the kind of service we'll get. You. Oh, I what know. Do I, what yeah. do you want? These. Yeah. Well, there you go. And then now they don't off. even acknowledge it. They just walk yeah. away and come back with it. It's like it's fucking great, though. I, I prefer it like that. You know, it's yeah. very. We make our. We're there for for our own fun, right? Like very not very. Very often do people feel like they have to entertain us, but it does feel like that's the thing in America. Like you go to a sports bar to watch sports and meet people or talk to people about sports or, or do something, right? I guess it's it's this is just the next next thing. I mean, it, and also it's just it's a whole thing, right? There's this place called Bikini's Sports Bar and Grill, right, which this guy opened up, and then there's all this is such an American thing, right? He purchased a ghost town, okay, called Banker Smith. And renamed it to Bikinis, nice. Texas. Right. Uh, so it was like the idea of having some sort of hall of fame there, and like I don't know, just, just it's the kind of American thing that people do, right? Mm. Where they these businessmen come up with these stupid ideas and just to promote their weird thing, and you never know, it could get massive as a result, but it might just flop and fall to pieces, as I assume this one did because it was run by some crazy chancer. But there's so many of these restaurant like chains it's, it's like redneck heaven is one apparently nice. which sounds awful i would never go to a, a redneck, redneck heaven. heaven just imagine that for a moment if you're not a redneck that is an advertisement to never go to that place like that is literally advertised which i appreciate it's like if it was just called shit kickers are us uh i, I wouldn't <laughs> go like i think no that doesn't sound like a good night no like, it really doesn't so but, I mean, oddly enough, Urban Tiger, I'm just checking out their Twitter account, Urban Tiger of Bristol, and they're complaining about the uh, <laughs> Bristol Council because, obviously, strip clubs have a very bad reputation and a lot of people really, really hate them, yeah. which I can understand. Sure. I wouldn't want to live across the road from a strip club. No. Uh, I wouldn't want to be a business located next to one because even though, I mean, there, there, it is something I don't know, strange. Though. Like, sometimes I'm so horny, it hurts, and I think, man, I would love to live across <laughs> the street from a strip club, but but most of the other time, I'm like, I agree. I, I don't want to I want to know if one. you could open, open one called Actual MILFs in your area. <laughs> I'm just, That's what yeah. it's called. Oh. And you could just go, and it's just a bunch of MILFs, horny MILFs, in a club, oh. like, located in one place. This is a good idea. Man, why hasn't anybody so, done this And they'll yet? send well, you a bacon sandwich or whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Well, I was, I was trying to say, Zoe, on the there was a Hooters in Bristol, right? Uh, it opened when we came down. That's not going to go down in, well. In 2010, and it was there for about a couple of years. Uh, there was there was a controversy in Bristol because a twelve year old boy was given having a birthday party at Hooters. What a fucking lad! <laughs> oh man, uh, can I say? Yeah, and he was given a birthday cake shaped like naked breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! So uh, that is, I suppose, quite a legendary time for him. I'm sure he had no problems with it, uh, but certainly some other people did have problems with it, and there were some complaints, and it, it eventually is, it shut is down. Weird, isn't it? How the the Puritans are given full voice the moment it comes to sex. Like, for, I don't know what it is. Like the only reason that any of us are here walking about is because of sex. People think about it a lot. People do it as often as they can. People are obsessed with it. But God forbid you pay to look at an attractive person or order a birthday cake shaped like titties. Apparently that's a bridge too far. I don't know why. I'd like to see 
some opinions on this from our listeners. I know we have a wide range of listeners. I want to know, what's the fucking problem with the Dream Boys nightclub in Bristol, which is a bunch of lads stripped and oiled. Right. Very handsome, muscly young men. A, a question. Starting at the Bristol Hippodrome. That's okay. What, um, but, when, but when a male, tiger when a male strips and takes all of his kid off, though, like, what's what's the expectation? Like, because... I mean, if if you if you don't have a boner, like that thing is just flopping around, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I, they've got very big danguses. Like, I I get that, but like what? Like as part of like they usually when, have like some sort of semi going as well. They don't they they right. have, they fluff themselves a little bit. You can't go on stage <laughs> completely floppy. You, you, you wouldn't say. have. I mean, uh, like, you, you, so you, you know, we've got. Hootcon. Okay, so but then have, like, if you're if you're up con. there with a full boner, uh, like on <laughs> right. stage, and you're dancing and doing gymnastics, that's gonna fucking hurt, right? Like, <laughs> you ever tried like jumping up and down with a boner before? Yeah, it's not that fun. Kills, like, but uh, it would be entertainment. It's not a raging boner. It's more <laughs> of a kind of light, like one of those uh, ones that just boner. like it, it hurts. It's like about to explode. I would, it's more of mildly interested rather right. than fully yeah, right. fascinated. Level no, I ge- it's a genuine question though, like uh, you know, like uh, you that subreddit, no stupid questions. I'd never really right. thought about it until right, right now. So I was well, just wondering. I know that uh, they do those parties uh, at hen nights. I don't know what they call hen nights in the U.S., but it, imagine a bunch of uh, women drunk and horny uh, on a night out because one of them's getting married. Right. I don't know what you call it over there. We call them hen nights. Yeah, so yeah, and they go wild. Like it's, they do uh, almost. It's all. It's it's, it's, some, it's, it's dicks crazy. Everything, right? Like dick straws and a dick hat and like dick yep. sunglasses and like oh my god, absolutely. And you can buy Sex all this stuff. Mad. Like you go to a party shop and there's a whole section where everything is just shaped like dicks. Yeah. It's it's just dicks everything. Go for it. Go for it. If that's your bag, fucking go for it. That sounds like a cracking night out if you're into dicks. It's odd though, like over here when they're all on a ferry going to France and you're sitting there with your kids <laughs> and your kids are like, what are they doing? And you're like, oh, uh, well. Um, that's a penis, Timmy. Yeah. That's a penis. They're celebrating. Why is it 10 foot long, daddy? <laughs> well, because those ladies are off to have a party. So they need a Why very is large that woman sucking a pint of vodka out of a penis, um, <laughs> well, Timmy. When a woman gets to a certain age, yeah. that's great. But I mean, oh. it's like uh, it's like a whole culture, isn't it? This is sort of uh, the head night and the stag night. Do, do you reckon they're sort of making up for? Do you reckon they're deliberately overdoing it to like um, to make a point? No, I don't think so. No. I think I think it's a it's a com- combination of things. First of all, it's seen as like tradition. Like the number of stag dudes when I was in Bournemouth, you get stag dudes all the time. Number of stages where they all dress up as superheroes or whatever. And some of them are clearly not particularly into it. Some of the costumes, they really go for it. Some of them are just like, chuck a fucking Spider-Man mask on. They can't really be bothered. It's like... But they're you not imagine... wearing like tuxedos covered in vaginas. Do you know what I mean? No, no. but I, I think that there is obviously... I don't know why, but there is a difference. I, I think it's basically because there's nothing threatening uh, to anyone about a bunch of women carrying around a giant inflatable dick. Like, no, I don't think that's, really. that's not threatening. And but, it still is pretty funny. And I think is, that's is part funny. of it, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's no threat there. No man is like, oh my God, a penis. And sort of, you know, these women are going to do anything to them. You know, like, <laughs> they're just sort of girls that are having a fucking blast. And I think most blokes just would just think it's hilarious. It doesn't feel threatening. Whereas I think if you were a woman alone in a pub and 10 blokes came in, carrying a giant inflatable vagina and being extremely overtly sexual, you might think this is making me super uncomfortable and I'm going to leave. And I would That's understand true. that completely. So I think that is the fundamental difference. I think them dressing as superheroes is probably actually a good way for them to, because I think if you're dressed as a superhero, you're more likely to be do good good acts. Right? <laughs> yeah. you've got to, you're more likely to try <laughs> and save someone. Right? Maybe. Oh, man. But I was going to say that some of those parties, what Sips was saying, the erections at the, the strippers, some hen knights will hire a stripper uh, who then will let them suck him off. Like, that's a thing. Really? And sometimes yeah. they will even have sex with the stripper. So they basically hire a male prostitute to fuck a bunch of the women at these parties. What I'm saying is, if your girlfriends go into a hen do, you know, you better hope she goes to Dream Boys and just watches some lad stripping and she's not noshing some lad off on a dance floor somewhere. And so. this is why we shouldn't shut down Hooters. <laughs> we need Hooters because now. Because it prevents people going to Urban Tiger. We need Hooters. <laughs> we need that middle ground, that safe... You don't think it's the we gateway n- drug. You think it's no, more of a applicating... It's like a known safe... It's like the line. Hooters is the line. <laughs> it's just safe enough. 
and just <laughs> yeah. creepy enough without crossing the line. If we shut down the line, people will go over the border. <laughs> they'll go to Canada and they'll bring the booze back. We can't do oh it. We need hooters. God. This is a rallying cry. Hey, listen, I had this. Sound your hoot. <laughs> when we were Sound rallying cry. <laughs> when we were talking about hooters uh, half an hour ago, and it turns out we're still talking about hooters uh, half an hour later, um, I was thinking, you know, the the Hooters in Bristol that closed down. Imagine being a fly on the wall, like you know, ten minutes before that that place closes. You know, the guy just comes out of his the manager comes out of his office. Oh, girls, all right. You know, bad news. We haven't had customers for weeks. You know, we got bad bad rap in the in the papers and stuff. Oh, they're all standing around doing nothing because there's nothing to do, and they're in their hot Looking pants hot. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're gonna have to close forever. Uh, you guys are just gonna have to go find other jobs. Oh, they're all slamming their fists on the tables <laughs> and crying and shaking in the corner and stuff. Yeah, sorry. This branch of Hooters is officially closed now. We're gonna close. Close our doors for the last time. <laughs> Just close, close up, and oh, everybody man. has to go home. What a sad situation. But would it be like, like like other businesses? Like when you you peer through, you know the way they they put paper over the windows. Yeah, you peer through the paper, and you can see the destitute business. There's still some like if it's a pub, there's still like a bar. There's a few glasses and tables and cloths knocking about. There'd be like hot pants hanging yeah. off things and bras and stuff like that. You think, oh man, what happened in there? Who's is dead? It's gone. That's what happened. It's such a happy place normally, and then to think of it just like empty. No, 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 yeah. no more thrill it's just or a joy. Dusty bra yeah. left on the bar. No more titty birthday cakes. Or if there is, they're all moldy. Yeah, it's terrible. Moldy what would be ass. your dream theme restaurant other than Hooters? Obviously, what would be one where you would think this is a great theme and I love it there? Let's just keep going. Oh, oh God. Well, it has to be. There's so many cool. I well, any fantasy like steampunk or like hobbit style pub do you mean cozy warm like music playing folk people around you can get away with so much it could be dirty so like the prancing pony in lord of the rings that sort of theme i i like Like the aesthetics for sure like the hearthstone tavern or something like that Mm. you know something oldy worldy lots of oak lots of wood smells and stuff and uh yeah i like that i definitely like that's the perfect one right yeah um but uh, but i like i think sometimes people take it too far on the theme like I I stayed in a hotel in Japan that was um, themed up. It had themed rooms. Each room was a different theme, right? You know, and they were all they were all fucking weird though. Then too much. It was like you know Dracula's cave. <laughs> and, do you know what I mean like the, and they were I think they were all like movies though. It was like Jurassic Park room and like the Jaws room. Do you know what I mean they were all kind of just just too much? And I think yeah. That, you can't can't go overboard. Man. It's like it's Okay, listen to this. My dream go my on. dream themed restaurant would be like a, like a Buckingham Palace banquet hall, okay? You get in there, you get like the big long table, you get all like the you, like you know, the places are served for like 25 people, but it's just you and you get this big feast and you get to eat and everything and you're you're just finishing up the last last morsel or whatever and then uh, the waiter comes out and he's like Sir, your sledgehammer, and you're like, okay, now it's go time, and then you just get like two hours to just like smash the place up with a hedgehammer, like a sledgehammer for as long, like <laughs> as much damage as you can do. It doesn't matter. You're just allowed to like smash up the table, throw all the plates the against the yeah, just like the, the cabinets and shit. You can just like smash the crap out all of them. Silverware. Yeah, all the like mirrors and stuff, and like and optionally, if you want, you could like get them to play music while you're doing it and stuff too. You'd Gosh, have, I didn't know you had such destructive. You need like the goggles and like some uh, some ear ear protectors and stuff too. But like, no, I think it would be fun. Like, what about? Thank uh, God, you are not Jeff Bezos or Elon okay, Musk. Okay, what mean? about? We'd be losing country houses at like a rate of yeah. Knots. What about like a country house that you could just go in and smash to smithereens for as long as you want, and then when you're done, it just gets restored back to like how it was for the next person to come in and do it. Oh no, that'd just be fucking awesome, that right? Like I, Fuck I think that'd be fun because like you never get to really do that, and it, and then if you do smash up something in your own house you're like oh man like you know i gotta replace it or i you know i shouldn't have done that or whatever but if it's you know if it's like a place right. that's designed to do that just go for it right just go they do have just these things in america these rooms like escape, they're kind of like escape rooms except you can break everything in there yeah and there's like loads of like uh, sugar glass bottles and plastic yeah. things and they 
old crappy china that they got from it's like a like a rock star fantasy you know like you hear like led zeppelin used to trash their hotel rooms and stuff like that i wouldn't want to like do that necessarily because it's not really designed for that but if there was like a place i could go to that was designed for me to just like wreck it for an hour or whatever i'd be up for it why not it's supposed to be a thing that you do to get your anger out but actually it shows i read a thing that showed that people who did that were more angry yeah (laughs) i don't think it's i don't think it releases anything you just come out enraged yeah I, just, I think it just makes you a psychopath they're like psychopath training rooms <laughs> it's like just one of those things like i know it sounds weird and like i, I don't i hope you guys don't think of me differently or whatever but I, on my bucket list of things to do before i depart this earth i would love to just throw a really big tv out of a window and watch it smash in the road i don't want to hurt anybody obviously i don't want anybody to be down there or whatever but i just think it would be really satisfying <laughs> just to watch like one of those big ass old tvs you know like uh, not like a flat screen like a big zenith right. or something lots of glass Boom, in there. like all over the place like and then if the slow motion guys could capture it all for me as well i'm sure this is you could probably find videos oh. of this exactly Oh, man. Yeah, I know, but I want to do it. I don't want to watch. Oh, I, I want to watch it after, but I want to also do it. You know, like I see. That's like my I that's was... my hunting elephants in Africa fantasy. <laughs> you know, for me, I want to just chuck a big TV. You know, like right. even like five stories or something. That would be perfect. Well, I've got okay. a themed we'll restaurant a to pitch we'll to you, lads. <laughs> make Let me know if you want to invest. It's a World War One themed trench experience restaurant. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, so it's the the, the restaurant. So you have to do of... six months of basic training. <laughs> no, there's no no training. You gotta boil. Do you, do you get like a, a little kettle to boil your own sludge trench water? Absolutely. Oh, you my get god. given you get given a ration pack on entry. You can choose. There's a vegetarian option and a vegan option, obviously. And then you've got the meat ones, bully beef or some kind of pork and right, bean or whatever. Right. And you gotta and boil then, it in trench water. Yeah, you have to make it all yourself. Yourself, but you've got to make it with the things that are in the trench. You've got to start a fire with like some sticks or a body of a fallen comrade. Uh-huh. And in order to get people to clear out of the restaurant early, it slowly fills with water and you might get trench foot if you stay too long. That's how we have a high turnover of guests coming through the trench right. theme. Right. So you can't um, make it too comfortable. No. no. And there's else. loud noises, bang, occasionally goes off. <laughs> some dust will, will come down from the ceiling. So yeah. a proper trench experience. And at the end, so series of whistles, the waiters come around and blow whistles. You have to get on the ladder and charge out of the restaurant over no man's land. That's oh, the Okay, that's listen, cool. what, what about this for a crossover though? We share the premises and then instead of you having to make your own bang noises, the bang noises, it turns out, is people chucking TVs off a five-story building, <laughs> landing on the roof, them. and then it causes yeah. like a little bit of dust to come off the roof because of the impact yeah. of like just a... like World War One yeah. when they were throwing TVs. At you each should other. set this up in, with a partnership on the border with a German restaurant, okay? <laughs> uh, they do their side, like their trenches. You do yeah. your side, like the British ones, <gasps> and you could you could you could experience what it's like for the other side. And you can take you know, pot shots at each other and. At the end of the meal, everybody goes into no man's land and plays football, just oh, like they did on Christmas God. Day. And and yes. just the and the and the cherry on top, all the waitresses are Hooters girls. <laughs> <laughs> am, am I right, guys? Am I right? But the yeah, German well, the German Hooters girls once have to wear that helmet with the spike on top. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nothing sure. else about the uniform changes, just the helmet with the spike on top. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay. I love that. No, I'm um I think that will just provide the, you know, the, the reality breaking thing that they need just to make sure they don't realize they actually are there for real. Man, oh man! Yeah, that'll keep it real. Holy crap! Well, there you go. That is that is a, that is a triforce episode. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Yeah. Please enjoy yourselves in in this in this time of year, and we'll see you next week. See you later. <laughs> Farewell. Bye. Goodbye.